0: All right, everybody, welcome back to the Max Effort Kitchen Podcast. We've got a great recipe episode for you, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. right everybody welcome back to the max effort kitchen podcast i am your host chef matt and like i said we got a good recipe episode for you today um we're a little bit behind on the show uh it's been about i don't know a week week and a half since our last max effort kitchen show and and uh you know life has happened people got sick work got busy family stuff kids plays all that fun stuff but hey um at the very end of the day, I'm just thankful I you know have the ability to do it all even though sometimes it feels like you just can't, right? It's funny um, how that happens in life when you just uh, you sit back and you reflect on everything that goes on and just and even if it's just like in a singular day and how much uh, we actually accomplish, as, uh, humans. <laughs> and then, then you hear somebody else's day and you're like, wow. And I thought I did a lot or wow, maybe I'm doing way too much, you know, um, and get you with thinking. And, and then you start doing that evil thing that we don't like to do, which is compare. Um, comparing is always the, uh, it's, eh, it's, it's just ugly. You should never compare yourself. Man, if I could compare myself to all the other podcasts out there, I probably wouldn't be podcasting, right? But there's no sense in doing that because uh, we are individuals and we get to uh, take the opportunity to share our individual self with people. And, you know, some people like it, some people don't, but hey, such is life, right? Um You know, it's interesting. Last week, I I had an opportunity. I was asked to be on an industry panel. And it was, you know, it wasn't anything major. There was probably like 40, 50 people there. And uh, they asked a matter, you know, four of us. There were four people there. And there was uh, a gentleman from... There was a produce manager from a pretty well-known grocery store, New Seasons, I think. Uh, There was somebody that was representing... um, public school nutrition which that was really cool uh there was also uh, somebody that was representing the older folks like the one the people who basically are the retired folks and the ones that you know live in the retirement homes and and man you know it, it's just really i was thinking about it this morning and kind of reflecting back on that experience and it's really cool that like all of us can come together and we can share stories and, you know, talk about like our challenges throughout our positions or our day and, you know, keeping the business running and, and all this stuff and, you know, giving people insight on what we're seeing and just having an opinion that people care about. Um, but, What's really cool about it is it actually brings us together and helps you know this industry thrive. And I just don't think that there's enough of that going on, um, especially in the you know the 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 changing times that we are in right now, because so much of of what we do is just working with people and we get caught up in the everyday, Hustle and bustle and like, oh, man, it's going to be such a busy week. And, oh, I got, I got this, 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 this to do and do. I, I just don't think I'm going to be able to accomplish it. And, you know, your, your, your brain gets overwhelmed and it's, uh, it can be a rough thing to just sit back and take a breath and just realize that, like, you know, one step at a time, one day at a time, one week at a time. And no matter what happens, you know, things, things will be okay. And these kind of events really reassure you that like the industry is not as bad as we are saying it is, or, or we feel it is, or maybe the news is depicting, it, you know, making it out to be, or that picture that's being painted, uh, throughout, you know, medias and stuff like it's really not as bad it's actually thriving in a way that there's this energy that you just you, you don't know it's there until you you experience it but it's a new energy and i'm really digging it and this this was a uh, a really cool experience although a smaller uh panel but um just just the opportunity to be be able to get up there and you know speak my opinion and have people listen you know, I feel truly honored to be able to do that. And that was a really cool experience. And I'm trying to actually get footage from it. I don't know if anybody took video of it, but um it was I, I think there's some pictures out there that I'm trying to find. I'll I'll post them on the Instagrams. Um while I'm talking about the Instagram, uh I don't know if you've noticed, but I've been a little bit more active on it. I'm I'm doing my best to keep it up. I'm I'm trying for two to three posts a day. Um so get out there. Uh, follow my content, check it out. If you like it, you know, follow me. If you don't shoot me a message, tell me I'm stupid. (laughs) No, don't do that. Uh, But you know, don't follow me. But I mean, Hey, it's, I'm trying to put some content out and uh, you know, it's, it's always fun. Like, and it's always a little mind boggling on how Instagram works. You know, You, you get to a point where you're just like, I don't understand what's going on with this, but um I'm going to roll with it and I'm just going to keep on doing what I'm doing and maybe one day it'll just click. <laughs> and you know who knows. Uh but I'm having fun with it and it's it's pretty cool. But um also get out and check out my uh website. It's uh the the link is on my Instagram. So I'm going to make you have to go on there to find it, but I'm going to post a cool little reel um, just going through the website and you know seeing like a little bit of what it offers. Um got some pretty cool projects coming up. Uh you're going to be able to uh rent me out as a chef to do any type of uh consultation work, cook for you. Uh you want a romantic dinner for Valentine's Day with your spouse? Let me come cook it for you or let me help you plan it, you know, either or. It's uh it could be a fun thing. Um and then uh there's going to be some uh cooking school type situations. <laughs> I haven't really figured out how to call this. I'm calling it dinner party right now. But like get you're going to get like six of your closest friends out there. You're going to have them over to your house. And then I'm going to come in and teach you how to make fresh pasta. And we're going to make some, you know, make a meal together. And and uh, you'll you'll leave with recipes. You'll leave with aprons. You'll leave with all kinds of fun stuff and just a good old experience. Understanding of food pairing and and all that stuff. And just the stuff that you, you don't get unless you're hands on. Right. It's one of the things that um, I really, really aspire to do is, is have some form of a, a culinary school um, for all levels, for kids, uh, for grownups, for 20-sums, whatever. You know, it, it doesn't matter. Just having something out there that's available because, you know, the school that I went to here in, in Portland, uh, Oregon, Oregon Culinary Institute, OCI, um, is no longer because COVID took it out. Um, and that's unfortunate because it was one of, I mean, it had, everything about that school was fantastic. So I could go hours and hours on talking about it, but I'm not going to because we'll never get to soup. (laughs) So anyways, let's go, let's get on to soup and, uh, talk about that because we're in the weather for it. Right. And. We are, we have this, I don't know if you have it, but I have it. And it's this like innate, like feeling to eat soup or something warm. You know, when it's, when it's a constant 30 to 40 degrees outside, regardless if it's raining or not, like your body, it it craves something warm. And so I've been playing around, around a lot with soups. You might have heard me talk about it on Food for Thought a little bit, but we're going to go into the depths of it on what I'm doing and how I'm making it because um, this technique will actually set set it aside from uh, soups you get at the store, from soups you you know you're making at home, and maybe you're already doing this technique. And if you are, um, shoot, let me know if I missed anything. So. Uh first things first I want to uh give a shout out to uh, my co-host Sean. He's a little under the weather today. Uh we're we're shooting for uh Wednesday of this week and so hopefully we can uh throw something down and spark up the mic and get back on here and just talk about, about nothing um and make it a lot of fun. So um shout out to you Sean. Hope you uh hope you and your family uh get better. They get they traveled out of town and you know came down with a little bit of whatever cold is going around because I had it pretty recently too so anyways let's get on to soup so for today we're gonna stick with uh, a chicken noodle soup um, or you chicken and rice but we'll we'll, we'll go with whatever I'll, I'll talk about both uh, both of the additives either rice or um, noodles whenever that time comes up so first things first get out your stock pot right um, pull out your veg, and let's start cutting okay, so we're gonna dice our our onions uh we're gonna dice them to about um i don't know I like to do a small to medium dice, but one thing you don't want to do is don't make them too small or they will completely disintegrate unless you don't like your onions um being a part of the soup if you don't if you want the flavor but you don't want the onions just mince the heck out of it in fact take a cheese grater and just grate it because you'll get the onion but you will not get the the actual like bite of onion right so or the physical part of the onion so get your onion out cut it how you like it um I, i do carrots and then i do celery and i do peas okay so carrots uh i like to just keep them in discs like you know Just give it a little once over with your vegetable peeler and throw them into about uh, eighth inch thick, like discs all the way around. Really easy, right? Just cutting it up, throw it in your container. And I usually do like a, uh, I don't know, a quart container and I fill it with, uh, you know, a quarter or about a third. I do about a third, a third onion, a third of um, carrots, and then... The next one is celery. And again, cut it in whatever shape you want. I like the half moon because I want to be able to crunch on the celery. It, it gives you texture. Um, but I do know that like like my wife doesn't like the uh, the celery part of it. So if I know she's eating it, I'll actually take out celery altogether. But um, there is a, an inter- interesting flavor component that comes with celery. So get your veg all cut up. Put it in your quart container. And then I want you to get your your stock pot out and let's uh, let's put a little bit of oil and put a little bit of butter. Okay, I like to do oil and butter for two reasons. I like the butter for the richness. I like the butter because it will thicken your soup um, because we all know that soup gets better the next day. And when butter gets cold, it thickens. Right. Right. and also butter and oil brings up your smoke point. And so you can get it hotter and it adds flavor by putting the butter in there. So let's get about, I, I like to do about, you know, three to four tablespoons of oil. Actually, let me, let me back up. I do a three to four count. <laughs> That's my tablespoon. It's a count. And, you know, when you're doing stuff like this and you're, you're cooking every single day, or, you know, you got a recipe that you do all the time, you know, Measure it out. I'm not saying don't measure it out, but but find your little tools, right? Find your little nicks on how you do things. Um, That's what they used to call like the secret part of of a recipe. So, I do a three count. I'll I'll, you know hold the bottle over one, two, three. Cool, and then I take about um, a third a stick of butter. I think that equals out to three tablespoons, Um, and I throw the butter in there and I turn it on about like eight, right? If you have a gas stove, you know, get that that flame on it. Um, If you have an electric stove or the the, um, glass top, you know, somewhere around eight, seven to eight, and let that stuff all melt. Once it melts, you're going to take your veg, you're going to dump it in. All right. So stir it around, you know, make sure that it's getting coated. You should still be able to see the The fat, so the oil and the butter, you should be able to see it. It shouldn't be gone, okay? So it should be bubbling around. Once those onions start to uh, get transparent, and you can actually like they look like they're you can almost see through them. At that point, we are going to put our uh, some of our flavoring in. So I like to do salt and pepper. Uh, I like to do uh, our dried oregano, and then. I take about another three to four count of white wine and I pour it in, okay? So I pour that in I and I'm sitting there and I'm letting it stir, let it stir, let it stir. Um, my next move is I take about a tablespoon, a, a heaping tablespoon is what I'm gonna say, of, of flour, I throw the flour in there and I stir it up, now, Couple things are going to happen. The flour is going to coat the um, it's going to coat the vegetables, and then it's going to create what's called fond on the bottom. Okay, so fond is that dark stuff that starts sticking to the bottom of the pan. So the fond. Keep in mind, fond is flavor. Okay, but once you see that starting to. Um, stick to the bottom of your pan, I want you to turn down your heat a little bit. You know, a couple notches. Just turn it down so it doesn't burn, right? So we're going to sit there and we're going to stir and we're going to stir and we're going to stir it in. And then once it starts to uh, really dry, like actually look like it's drying up in the pan, I want you to take about, I don't know, um, a third of your stock and pour it in and then stir okay and you're going to notice that your stock is going to get uh start to get like kind of thick right um and that you're what you're doing right there is you're creating a roux and this roux is what's going to uh be the foundation of your soup so go ahead uh get that roux going and it'll be a looser style roux for the you culinarians out there. It's going to be a loose roux, but it's not going to be a full-on, like, you know, um, roux that we would make in the pan before we make a pan sauce or so. So, um, you know, get, you get your stock in there. Now comes the chicken, okay? So let's pause. We've got our veg. We've got our fat. We've got our flavoring. And we've got our little bit of uh, our foundation, our roux foundation, now, the chicken is something that I like to cook in advance, okay? I'll barbecue, like, you know, four or five breasts the day before. Or I'll, I'll roast it, uh, the, you know, the night before or the morning of, right? I do this because this is an opportunity for you to inject more flavor into your soup. Now, if you like bland soup, then just roast your, your chicken breast, And don't put anything on it. I don't know about you. I don't like bland soup. So take your, find a seasoning, right? Do a marinade on it. Do something that you like. So lately I've been doing this like Southwest, um, almost like they call it, uh, it's like a, a barbecue bird seasoning. And it's got a little bit of spice. It's got a little bit of tang to it. And I just coat the chicken in there, and I'll barbecue it to get a little bit of smokiness too. I'm telling you, if you skip this step, then you're you're missing out on flavor. So, all right, resume back. So I got my pre cooked, flavored cooking, uh, uh, flavored chicken breast ready to chop up. Cause so I got my fond going. So I chop up my chicken breast. I you know whatever desire you can shred it. I like to chop it in, in biggish cubes, however you like it. Just don't put it in there whole because nothing will happen to it. Um, so chop it up, throw it in there, and then add the rest of your stock. Okay? So once you add the rest of your stock, this is important. And I actually, you know, I've, I've taught when I was teaching my wife how to do this uh, this method. um she kept on putting a lid on there and then bringing it to a boil with a lid on. Now, sure, you could do that. And sure, it's not going to do in much to it. But here's what it does do, is it will actually make the soup separate from the butter that we're putting in there. So it's really important that when we bring this the stock or the soup to a boil, that We are taking, uh, we are keeping the lid off because what we want to happen is we want some of that liquid to reduce down so it gets to almost the same consistency as butter or as the fat. And what happens is called an emulsification. Um, And it may be um, just a, a little bit of an extend to call it an emulsification, but um you will notice the difference because you want your soup so cloudy that you cannot see through it that means you have flavor and that means you have the right consistency on it okay so bring it to a boil and i'm not talking like a rolling boil we're not trying to boil pasta here what we're really trying to do is we're trying to reduce some of the liquid in there take some of that water out because you know if you're anything like me a family of 4 you know, you're not probably not making your own chicken stock every day. Don't get me wrong, because there are times that I do make it, but you're probably not. Um, so you're buying, you know, the best chicken stock you can or stock that you can at the uh, store. And that right there um, is going to come with a little bit of water in it. And you got You just got to realize that. So you boil it down a little bit. You're going to you're going to thicken the soup. But here's the thing is once it starts boiling, t- automatically turn that thing to low, leave it on the burner and just let it sit on low and let it simmer. If, if you're not seeing a couple tiny little bubbles, maybe around the edges or nothing's happening and, it, and it, the, the liquid just goes dead, like it's a, a swampy water, turn that heat up a little bit because what we don't want is we don't want to just take it off the heat after the boil because then it, it, everything just kind of settles and it doesn't actually have time to cook down even more. We're trying to cook it down because, I don't know, like to, to me, I like a soup. I like the broth with a mouthfeel. And there's something that um, I've noticed, you know, when you make your own stocks, it's hard not to get that mouthfeel. Because you have all of that, like good, like collagen, and everything is in there already. So, when you're doing a pre boxed stock, you know, you're kind of working a little bit backwards, but at the same point, we got to think about convenience. We got families, we got kids, we got jobs, careers, side hustles, or we got, you know, exercise routines. I mean, come on, let's be realistic. We're, we're not always going to make our own stocks. Now, I will say that if you do have the ability to make your own stock, here's a good way of doing it. Make a stock one Saturday, put it on in the morning, okay? Um, and let it go five, six hours. Shoot, I've even let it go overnight. Um, you've got to be careful with that because you got to consistently add water. Um, not consistently, but like every six hours, you should add some Add about a quart of water to it, just so it doesn't cook down too much. Um, but once you get it done, strain it, cool it, uh, put it in an ice cube tray, make little ice cubes of them. Now, I like to do that for when I'm doing like a pan sauce for like a steak or something. But um, it also, you know, it also works in this case. Uh, it's a little bit different. You're going to want to thaw it beforehand, but. It makes a handy little like you know ice cube stock for you so you can actually take the time to be prepared and put your time towards something else, like maybe chopping up something or or cooking some chicken breast or something like that. So um, we got it down to low. It's simmering. What do we do now? I'm gonna take a drink. So. What we do now is we make our rice. And, you know, in normal cases, I would say, all right, get your rice on. And then while, while your soup's cooking, your rice is cooking, and everything will be done at once. We don't want that. And the reason why is because if you cook your rice afterwards, rice has to cook for 20 minutes. Now, you know, I'm sorry, Sean, everybody else. I don't use a rice cooker. So I am old school. I cook rice in my pot. I make sure it cooks. I make sure it is a solid 20 minutes and it comes out perfect every time. We're not going to go down that road. But I don't believe in rice cookers yet. I know that Sean's getting me, you know, moving me towards that. So we'll, uh, we'll see about that. But uh, I like to cook my rice after the I'm down to a simmer on the soup. And I just do like a, a white Jasmine rice. Hey, you know, sometimes I'll flavor it. It all depends on what I'm doing. Um, but it's, it's a good substitute for noodles. And I like rice because, um, you know, I'm, I'm big into the weightlifting world and I need to get, I need to get those complex carbs in me. And so the egg noodle is cool. I think the egg noodle gets a little too soft for me, and I like the way the rice makes it out to be kind of like a porridge. And it depends on how much rice you put in there. But, so cook your rice 20 minutes. When that rice is done, that soup will be done. I like two scoops of rice, and then I just pour the soup over until the bowl is full. And voila, you, got your, you have your chicken and rice soup. Now, if you're going to go the egg noodle route, um, here's what you're going to do. You're going to take uh, your, once you're, give your soup about 15, 20 minutes to simmer, okay? Take it off the heat, throw in your egg noodles, because those egg noodles will um, soften just like that, okay? Um, so make sure that, you know, that's the very last thing you do. Uh, if you have a canned vegetable, like a pea or something, or like, Maybe you're putting in some corn and just trying to save some time. Um, Do that at the very end as well. It doesn't take much to heat that stuff up. Um, So, well, let's go through the recipe one more time. We got oil, butter, carrots, onion, celery, oregano, wine, salt and pepper, chicken, pre-cooked chicken. Uh, We got chicken stock. And then I put it over a rice or an egg noodle. Um, I will put this recipe on the, uh, the Instagrams. So if you want the actual recipe with quantities, I will throw it up there. There's some different variations you can do with this. And I've really been experimenting with this because I see like the... So here's something I've been doing is um, the carrot ginger soup base. I think they sell it... At any, most grocery stores, it's in the carton, okay? So I kind of do the same thing where I do oil, butter, carrots, onions, no celery, but I'll do potatoes, okay? And then I throw in salt and pepper. I do the wine. I skip the oregano. Uh, I do chicken, and then I put in that... Uh, oh, you know what I replaced the oregano with? A curry powder, I'm telling you, you want to make like a quick faux curry, this is the way to go. I did it with butternut squash soup. I've done it with the carrot ginger soup, and I'm going to keep on experimenting it. But replace the oregano with a curry powder. Still do the wine, the salt and pepper. Still put your chicken in there. Use the, uh, instead of chicken stock, we're using the carrot ginger base, and we're serving that over rice. People... These are easy meals, okay? This isn't anything that I'm saying go out and, you know, uh, cook your, your grandma, you know, her last meal on. That was a bit dark, I know. But you you understand what I'm saying. Um, so take the time to, uh, you know, understand, like, the, these recipes, well, at least this one right here, this is about convenience. But we're going to take convenience and we are going to, meld it with technique which is going to create a superior product and that's what we're trying to do we're trying to eat well right fuel our bodies make make the, the food that puts smile on our faces you know um so try it out shoot me some dms if you have questions look for the recipe on the instagram um I don't know i want to get some feedback I, all i have right now is instagram i was thinking about building a max effort kitchen facebook but uh, you know i i'm i get a little bit overwhelmed with the uh the too many of the social medias um i know that tiktok is the rage right now but uh man. I'm doing what I need to do on, on Instagram. So let's, let's keep it there. But if, if any of you out there are like, Hey, no, you need to be on this. Um, let me know. Uh, but, uh, be on the lookout for some, those fun things I was talking about. Um, like I said, take pictures, make this soup, enjoy it. Um, it definitely warms your soul and, uh, yeah, like I said, we're going to try to get a show on uh, Wednesday with Sean, another food for thought. We got a cool little part of that coming up, which uh, we're looking forward to. Um, we're going to be tasting some food and talking all about it. So um, I hope everybody out there has a great night. Thank you for joining me. And uh, remember, food is love.